welcome to a surprise mini episode of DMMR. We are here to talk about some news about Dijon's favorite systems and one of my favorite systems. And of course, you know what I'm talking about. We are talking about... Wait, what's that? Huh? I think there was a miscommunication with the uh, podcast topics today. I think we had a slight miscommunication. Um, what do you mean? I thought I, uh, I thought we were talking about a different system. Oh no, actually. So if you wonder what that noise was, and if it sounded a little bit like retro, that was actually Super Mario sixty four. This currently is Super Mario Sunshine, and coming up is the legendary Super Mario Galaxy, which are all going to be available in Super Mario 3D All-Stars on the Nintendo Switch. I am so, so excited about this. Like, when I tell you wow. about it, yeah. So there's gonna, they're going to have 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy, and Super Mario Galaxy 2 all in one collection? I can't believe that. That's amazing. Um, hmm. Actually, they're going to do Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, wasn't there a second uh, Galaxy game? Hmm? Well, maybe. I don't remember. Got to check it up on Google. But I do remember the first one, though, because it was on the Wii, and it was really good. Like, it was literally got, like, a 10 out of 10 from, like, everybody in a 5 out of 5. Definitely one of the best if not the best Mario platformer ever made, way better than, like, any other Mario platformer I've ever played, to be honest with you. And that's coming from somebody who's, like, the biggest fan of, like, Super Mario 64. So, yeah. I have a little trailer playing for the collection right now. So that way it's, like, a little mini trailer in the in the, in the the bottom corner. But, yeah, they're doing the Mario All-Stars thing. It was rumored for a while. So, and I'm, I mean, personally, I'm super excited for it, all joking aside. Um, mm-hmm. Like this, the the switch has really been like a treat. Like it's kind of there's a lot mm-hmm. of good new games, and they're able to celebrate their old games as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for it. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I know you're not the biggest Nintendo fan, so I don't know how you feel about it. But personally, I'm. <laughs> not the biggest nintendo fan that is probably the best joke i've ever heard because some people falsely accuse me of being a nintendo fanboy which is not true i'm not a nintendo fanboy i mean yes i do recognize nintendo as the greatest video game company in the world which we all know they are but anyway not you know (laughs) I'm a big fan, but I'm not a fanboy or anything. Like, I like other systems. I like the Sony PlayStation. Um, then what about the Xbox? The Microsoft Xbox? The ha- um, the Xbox 360 was a good system. It was, yeah. Actually, one of my favorites. They had a se- sequel system to that. Um, it was called the Xbox One. Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. Must have missed it. No, it's been the their flagship system since like I think like twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. There's no way you could have missed yeah. it. It's literally been like the system. 
nope wasn't aware i thought it was all about the uh nintendo and playstation you know the nintendo switch and then playstation 4 i didn't even notice it was another system out so um if we get down to what really went on today nintendo they shaded super mario galaxy 2 and you know i just can't let that pass they just literally just didn't even mention it at all. It was really disrespectful. And <laughs> I was like, you know, it's not important. I mean, I'm still going to get the collection either way. But poor Super Mario Galaxy 2. It's almost like the Wii U of video games for them. Okay, uh, we didn't have to bring that up because as far as I remember, Nintendo's systems have been like the Wii and then the Switch. So I don't know what the hell you just named. Mm, but um, No, there was a system it, in between the Wii and the Switch. That definitely was not. And some people live in some delusional world where they think there was, and I don't know. Maybe they took a drug or something. Who gives a shit? But um, all I know is, yes, Super Mario Galaxy 2 did exist. Actually, it was one of the highest, if not the highest rated, uh, Mario platformer, along with Super Mario Galaxy, uh, the original, and also Super Mario 64. Uh, typically, they all get around like um, 9.5 to 10 out of 10, except for Sunshine, which got like a 9 out of 10. Um, and some people even gave it as low as an 8.5. But um, that was just because they couldn't get used to the uh, um, unique controls of the system. Uh, um, what do you mean by unique? Can you elaborate a little bit? So, some people might have struggled a little bit with playing it. I personally didn't. So, I did, the people who did have a problem with it, I was, maybe something was wrong with them. Exactly. Like, who only has 10 fingers? Like, I don't know what kind of people in this world only have 10 ligaments on their hands. Like, I mean, what are they, like, barbarians or something? Like, I don't know how you can't use the controls on Mario Sunshine. Okay, everybody, it's not anywhere near as bad as he's making it seem. The controls on Super Mario Sunshine were so good. They were so good. Believe me, they were good, okay? They were good. And you'll see it when you play it on the Switch, how good they were. Um. Oh, my gosh. How are they going to compensate for that weird yellow directional thumbstick that was also not a thumbstick thing that they had on the GameCube? You mean the C, the C stick? Yes, because... They had C buttons on the N64, and they were like, let's make it a stick. So that wasn't Nintendo's smartest decision. However, where they lacked in controls and made up for their video games because a whole different topic, which we aren't even talking about today, but the GameCube is one of my absolute favorite Nintendo systems. I think, and I always, I'm careful about saying this, (laughs) I think I like the GameCube more than the Wii. I really like the Wii a lot, though, so it's hard. You know, it's like... They're really close for me. Um, I think software-wise, I'd like the GameCube a little bit better because there was a bit of more of a variety. Which well, The Wii did have a lot of games. It just... A lot of them were not games I was interested in. But, um, yeah. Um, back to what we were saying, though. So, even though they did not include Super Mario Galaxy 2, and it is currently trending on Twitter... <laughs> Because people just like to shade Nintendo, which is so mean because they're the best company. They're so sweet. But um, I feel like one of two things are going to happen, which is like 
either Super Mario Galaxy 2 is going to be, like, released with, like, this thing where, like, it's going to be, like, by itself. Um, because I noticed um, that uh, for Super Mario Galaxy, they didn't just update the um, flip of the flap. I can't think of the word right now. I'm so sorry. They didn't just uh, – resolution. They didn't just update the resolution. Um, as a YouTuber was pointing out, um, they also updated some of the lighting on it, which I noticed it when I was, I was like, this looks extremely sharp, like a little bit sharper than I remember it looking because the Wii was limited in power. Um, but yeah, so I'm thinking that with Super Mario Galaxy 2, that's going to be their big thing where they're going to be like, Hey, guess what? We upgraded everything on this. And maybe, just maybe, I'm just being a little bit hopeful here, they're going to hit us with a big, even bigger surprise next year. And they're going to be like, guess what? We're making a Super Mario Galaxy 3. You know? Definitely could happen. So, everything with Nintendo, as I have pointed out in some of the past episodes, because unlike some people, I didn't lose faith in them. I knew this game was coming out. Um, everything with Nintendo is always a surprise. And they're very good at, like, building people up. Basically, they just kind of let you be disappointed for a while and make you think that they're not going to do nothing. Oh, my gosh. Nowhere. I just remember something because I, I have the direct playing, like, in the background of the video for us right now. Uh-huh. But I forgot. Did you see the Game & Watch system that they're releasing? For Super Mario, yeah, I'm like I'm legitimately like I saw that I was like I'm buying it, like I'm getting. One. I'm not gonna get it because it's gonna be sold out, but like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell myself. <laughs> Just like when they released like the uh, NES Classic, I eventually got one, and the SNES Classic, I eventually got one. But like, it's that's one of those things where it's gonna be gone. Like as soon as it comes out, I know it. But I was. So Do you know what the date game. is for that? I think it's in, sometime in November. I think it was just on the screen. I think it was like November thirteenth. Let me just go back a little oh. bit. Let me see. Definitely gonna have to get my money up. Time. Yeah, to start November thirteenth. Limited production. Of course, Nintendo is doing this on purpose. Everything they announce is limited production. Even digital content is limited production. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I guess it's time for me to start that OnlyFans so I can save up to get it. Uh, oops, I wasn't supposed to say that on air. Um. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm definitely going to buy it because, uh, for one, I, unlike a lot of people, actually love Game & Watch. I know a lot of people, back when I used to play Super Smash Brothers a lot, um, even back when I played Melee, um, a lot of people would like shade the Game & Watch character. Like They'd be like, oh, who is this? And I'm like, uh, Mr. Game & Watch is super cool. And he had, like, his own thing back in the day. I think Game & Watch is awesome. Some people don't like it. Whatever. They have bad taste. But, yeah. So, I'm actually excited about that. But I think the Super Mario 3D All-Stars is definitely going to hold me over for a while. Probably for the rest of the year, to be honest with you. Because even though those are all three games that I beat, uh, I think I beat Sunshine. I'm pretty sure I beat Sunshine. Um... Even though those are all three games that I beat, it's going to be so cool to actually play them with these, like, updated resolutions and to play them on my favorite system of all time. Like, literally, the Switch has become my favorite system of all time. Um, But, yeah, so it's going to be so cool to play them. I am so excited about this. Like, I was like, as soon as I saw this, I even told Mike, I was like, look, we have to do a story on this, like, tonight because this is just so awesome that Nintendo is giving everybody the answer to their prayers like everybody's been like really getting on nintendo's ass all summer really all of this since corona started because at first they were getting on nintendo for 
um not enough switches being released because the switch was just like selling out like even though all the systems all the consoles were selling out the switch was it was bad <laughs> yeah well that's because the ps4 and xbox one are on their way out they're you know they're kind of yeah. they're on the decline and even if they want to decline like come on nintendo is just like when it comes to titles like yeah. first party like yeah sure you know you can get your call of duties and other stuff on those systems if you want to play those games that's fine but like as far as like first party titles i think nintendo is definitely the best in that category and they make games that people get really excited about um Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand why the Switch. I think even if those consoles were on their last legs, like the PS4 and Xbox, I still think the Switch would probably be the <laughs> the most exciting system. <laughs> definitely this year. Absolutely, and I mean not to mention I don't think that there's that many people who even own an Xbox One. I was actually looking up sales um right before we even, and that's no shade to anybody that has an Xbox One. Look, it's a great system. It doesn't have like Call of Duty or whatever the fuck it is, but like um you know it has resi- oh no resistance on the P- oops, but um even PlayStation doesn't have resistance anymore. They go from that after the PS3. Oh Jesus, wow! That shows how much I'm in tune with things that aren't nintendo but um but yeah um so as i was saying what was i saying oh anyway yes xbox one or all that stuff uh i feel like uh the xbox one is not like a widely known system because well it's widely known it's just not widely purchased because even when i was looking up uh hardware sales right before we started this um the switch has already sold the xbox one and the switch has only been out in three and a half years and the xbox one has been out in seven years it's kind of embarrassing um, but, um there were blockers there were um factors that um prevented uh, um the um the this the high-end sales and the low-end sales um there were strategies you know strategies interfered so it it that happened yep xbox all I just heard you say is that the system sucks ass. So, um, yeah. So, this Super Mario 35th anniversary is so great. Um, there's so many more games announced than just the 3D games. I only mentioned the 3D games because those are the ones I'm most excited about. But um, I know you said you were watching. Are there any games in particular that you want to mention right now from it? Um, I'm just really <laughs> excited about the 3D ones. The, the first, the, the one thing right now that's playing in the video because I'm playing it in the background. Um, is mm-hmm. the the Mario Kart thing the um, kind of AR? Oh, yeah. It's not really AR, but you know the real where it uses the real carts and stuff to kind of race, and then you're actually racing in the game. That looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like I said, I wouldn't. I looked at it and I was like, that's cool, but you know, I have. Well, it's funny because as soon as like we saw that, it was like obviously we can't get it because of the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that won't last long. <laughs> <laughs> I can already hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh for those of you that don't know, I have two beagles, so they're just very loud all the time. Um Yeah, uh go watch his newest video from Mike Text It Out. Uh, the title what's the title of the video again that has uh Hunter's Bark in it? Uh I think it's like why you shouldn't buy a used graphics card right now or something. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Go watch that video and you'll be able to hear the wonderful bark of his dog. I actually is... turned that down by like 11 decibels for the video. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's still loud. So. 
that says everything you need to know. But yeah, like you were saying about the Mario Kart game, it is so exciting. I'm personally not going to get it, but that's just because I feel like it's a little more geared towards children um, or like adult kids. But and, and again, that's no shade to anybody who gets it. I promise it's not. But um, it's it's not really like my thing, but like I would definitely buy it for like a little cousin or niece or nephew type thing. Um, it just wouldn't be that much fun for me. Yes. But I think lo- looking at it was interesting. Kind of like when they came out with the Labo stuff, like the, you know, when you build the cardboard and you can play certain games. It looked really cool. It'd probably mm-hmm. be like a fun project, but like I was like, realistically, I'm never going to play with like a cardboard piano that can only has like, you know, five keys on it. It has more than five, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, all this stuff. Like it looked cool, but I was like, you know, I was obviously geared towards kids. Now, if I was still a kid, like this stuff would be awesome. Like coming up as a kid now would be way different than from when we were kids and we had, you know, mm-hmm. our little PlayStation games where everything was just triangles. People just had triangle heads and <laughs> ran at like 10 frames per second. Um, Woo! Remember those days. But yeah, I think the other thing, uh, I am excited to finally play uh, 3D World because they're releasing that on the Switch, which, you know, mm-hmm. that was, that was going to be an obvious thing anyway. Um, I mm-hmm. do have a theory about the Mario Galaxy thing that I forgot mm-hmm. to mention before we even started the podcast. This is why they did Ooh, theory. I like they theories. did Galaxy and not Galaxy Two, and they just shone Galaxy mm-hmm. Two like it was like the stepchild that they just didn't love and they just put it in the basement. Um, so it was less. It's probably a lot less work for them to add Galaxy to the, to the collection because mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch hardware wise is based off of the same hardware as the nvidia shield so they mm. actually partner with nvidia when they developed the switch as a part of the partnership they put out super mario galaxy on the nvidia shield in china a few years ago and since the mm. hardware is so similar they basically already did all the work for galaxy to work on the switch because the nvidia shield and the switch hardware are pretty much almost exactly the same so mm-hmm. it was probably a lot easier for them to take ga- Galaxy, like the work they'd done to make it work on the NVIDIA Shields, a.k.a. also the same hardware as the Switch, and bring it over to the Switch. Whereas they probably mm-hmm. hadn't done that work for Galaxy 2 yet. Um, mm. And then the older games are probably a little bit easier to emulate, like uh, Sunshine and um, Mario 64, just because the Switch is so much more powerful than those systems were. So that's my theory as to why they probably didn't do Galaxy 2. They probably would have had to do all that work. They probably would have pushed it out longer if they included Galaxy mm-hmm. 2 in the collection. Um, but that's just my take on it. That's what I think probably happened. Honestly, you know, you might be right. And um, I'm not too worried about getting Galaxy 2. I feel like they're giving us so many Mario games to choose from, honestly, that I'm not too concerned of whether I get Galaxy uh, 2 or not. You know, I'm happy to get Galaxy. And um, I'm actually really excited about playing a Super Mario 3D World as well. Yeah, 3D world as well. Um, I'm really excited because I had it on the Wii U. What's that? But um, what was that? So it was that system that actually came like right after the Wii. Like it was only around for like literally. Oh, you're talking about that? Uh, like 40s. what was it? The Wii Mini, the slim version of the Wii that they came out with, like towards the end. No, but that was so cute. But I never owned one of those. But yeah, no, 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 not that. I'm talking about the Wii U. It was like it had like a gamepad thing. Like it kind of looked like this. Yeah, it it's like a gamepad. It yeah, like it's bigger. the Switch. Yeah, it's this. Nope, nope. It was definitely bigger than this, and it and it had to be connected to the console. You could not take it away. It was like a second screen. Mm. I don't 
recall that. Tinkerbell? No. Yeah. Mm. It was a thing. Oh. It was a thing. At one point, it was a thing. Um, And despite what people say, even me shading it, not even 20 minutes ago on the podcast, the Wii U was actually an excellent system. Like, if you get a chance to check it out, um, I wouldn't recommend buying it because I would just say buy a Switch. But um, what I would recommend is go on YouTube and look at some videos of the Wii U. The Wii U was actually a very powerful system. It had a great GPU. Um, CPU apparently wasn't that impressive. But um, it, the games look very beautiful on the Wii U, to be honest with you. It's just that it didn't quite click with audience. But you know what? That happens. Even the best fall down sometimes. That is actually the line of a song that I love by Howie Day. But, um, but yeah, um, you guys probably don't know who he is either. But anyway, yeah, as I was saying, so, um, super excited, can't wait to see all of these Mario games, you know, this was the Mario anniversary, and before we go on to our next topic, I definitely just want to mention this as well, next year is going to be the 35th anniversary of both The Legend of Zelda and Metroid, so I, if, if they've done this well with Mario, I can only imagine what they're going to do for Legend of Zelda and for Metroid, and, um, it's going to be so great. I honestly cannot wait to see, you know, all the things they're going to show. Obviously, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out next year. And most likely, towards the end of the year, we'll be getting the long-awaited, highly anticipated Metroid Prime 4. I cannot wait because that is going to blow everybody away. And, you know, for the people who actually thought that it wasn't a real game, it's going to really shock them because I think that by this time next... Wait, what month is it? September. Okay, maybe not September. I think that by November of next year, <clears throat> there's definitely going to be a Metroid Prime 4. We're going to see it. It's going to be in action, and we are going to love it. It's going to be great. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely um, 100% agree. I think there's going to be a lot of news about Zelda next year, especially with it being the 35th anniversary. Right. Yeah, that and Metroid Prime. Absolutely. Yep, Zelda is going to take over next year. I just feel it. There's going to be, like, a ton of Zelda. Breath of the Wild 2 is definitely going to come out next year. Yeah, and they're actually thinking about doing an Ocarina of Time remaster as well as a... Um, I don't know which... It's, it's a little bit harder to remaster Zelda games, but um, I know for sure the rumors have been circulating around that they're going to do Skyward Sword, um, which is going to be really interesting to see. But with the Joy-Cons, it can work easily, but um, they're definitely going to be doing Skyward Sword... Uh, hopefully Twilight Princess, um, Wind Waker, and probably Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, or just Ocarina of Time. I, I don't know. I prefer Majora's Mask, but yeah, we'll see. Um, and then, of course, they're going to be doing Metroid Prime 1, 2, 3, and then they're going to top it all off with 4, and that is going to be it. Like, Nintendo Ooh, is reaching going a bit to far. rule mm. 2021. They're absolutely going to rule 2021. Uh... So about four, um, I don't think it's going to be ready for another decade or so. Um, I don't know if you got the news. There's a term that says, let my haters be my motivators. And that's exactly what I'm going to do now. So the more you hate, the more it's going to motivate me to believe that this game is going to come out because it's going to happen. Period, poo. So next topic goes Wait. to you. my dear. Before we hop on the other topic, the other thing we forgot to mention, well, not we. I forgot to mention was I'm really excited about the I think it's like Super Mario 35 the online exclusive game. Oh yeah! 
where it's like a a 35 player battle royal type thing where literally Mm -hmm. like if you defeat enemies it like shoots from the other people's games and stuff it's gonna be crazy i'm really excited about it it just seems like such a cool concept for nintendo to do and of course they're doing a limited run and also we didn't mention that both the all-stars game and then the super mario online like battle royal type game is only going to be available until march like the end of march of next year Yes, for a limited amount of time. So this is Nintendo is on some like Disney stuff. But you know what? I don't mind because I think I know why Nintendo is doing it. If you have too many like anniversary things, well, (laughs) there's two reasons. One is like the financial reason, which is like, okay, it's not available no more um, together. So now we're just going to just sell them all separately for like $50 each. But then there's also the thing where you're like, hmm, we only want to focus on one anniversary at a time. So the fact that they're stopping it in March is a big hint to us as when they're going to start the Legend of Zelda stuff. So um, I feel like with that being the case, you know, they want to, they're going to stop focusing on the Mario anniversary around March. And that's not going to focus on the Legend of Zelda anniversary. And honestly, the Metroid anniversary, as much as I don't want to admit it, is probably going to get pushed back to 2022, which I don't want to happen because that's the one I want the most. But it's cool, whatever. But yeah, um, so anyway, it's going to be super exciting. Make sure you get it when it's out. I mean, come on, guys. It is three games for only $60. That is a steal. That is an absolute steal. Um, so please make sure you get it. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I feel like as soon as I get it, you guys are definitely going to be seeing me play it. I might. I'm going to try to get it the first day it comes out, but we'll see what happens. But yeah. So we're going to move on to the next topic, which is something that I wanted to talk about, which is NVIDIA releasing these new graphics cards and kind of shaking everything up. They literally are, I'm not going to go into the specs and be like, oh, you know, it has this, it has 8 trillion ray tracing cores. I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, basically the big deal about this is their top-of-the-line card right now, which is $1,300, is the RTX 2080 Ti. The new cards, the lowest-end one they announced, which is $500, they're saying it's going to be faster than the one they're hiring, their highest-end card right now, that's just currently $1,300. So it's kind of just turned everything on its head, in my opinion. And they're doing this because those new consoles are coming out and these are their this is their way of competing with the new consoles i've been saying for a while that the hardware these new consoles are going to have there's nothing on pc that has Mm -hmm. the the stuff that's going to be able to do with ray tracing and then um streaming assets from the hard drive wasn't possible Mm -hmm. on pc until now when nvidia announced these new cards and it does all that stuff and they're giving Mm. a lot more performance and it's coming out like right around the same time as the consoles are coming out. I think the 3080 is, 3070 is coming out like a month later. But they're dropping these new cards to basically for the PC people to be like, oh, don't worry about those new consoles. We got you. <laughs> wow. That's a... Uh, woo. Yeah, but wow. like, um, it's just a big deal because for the last like four years, they haven't had any major leaps as far as like speed from like one graphics card family to the other. Mm-hmm. Like the last of this current generation, they bought ray tracing, which is like realistic lights based on the actual lighting in the game versus mm-hmm. them just, you know, creating the light and then trying to make it look realistic. It's actually like light rays bouncing off of stuff. So it looks re- very realistic. But 
speed wise, they were kind of the same as the previous generation. There wasn't really that much of a an upgrade. But this mm. next generation is just crazy how much faster. Of course, this is all like according to NVIDIA because no one's actually gotten their hands on one yet to actually test it, like to get mm-hmm. real world, you know, results. But it's crazy. And also they killed the whole used graphics card market, which I did a whole video on. And I just felt like it was important to do that video yesterday. I was like, I need to get out here and say this before people think that going and buying a 2080 Ti for like $800 is actually a good deal. I'm like, no, this new car that's coming out that's going to be $500 is supposed to outperform it. So definitely don't go buy a 2080 Ti for $800. Mm. Because I know people are going to look at it like, oh, this was like $1,300 like a week ago. Now that someone's selling it for $800, I'm going to hop all over this. Like, no, it's they're trying to get rid of it <laughs> to make their money back so they can buy, <laughs> buy a new car yeah. for themselves. So definitely don't go out and buy like any used or new cards for that matter right now. Just wait until... The Nvidia drops their new cards, which so so this is interesting. I actually wanted to ask you something about this, which I don't know if this makes a difference because I'm not a PC gamer. But um, so let's say for instance, like one of my favorite series, which I I've talked about it on a past episode, but I think you shaded the game a little bit, is um Shenmue, and so um, for example, Shenmue is like one of those games that is just like massive. It has such a massive world, even on the Dreamcast, like. Shimu was way too big to even fit on that system, so it had it was split into four different discs. And um you know, with that game also being available on PC, which I found out from my brother, Shimu 3 is coming out on PC in a couple of months, I think in November. So with this new graphics card you're talking about, how would that affect a game like Shimu that, you know, it works one way on consoles, of course, that we know but then you're getting like this upgraded graphics card and everything on PC. Like, would that affect it? Like, would it run differently or would it look better or anything? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. Ba- basically, it probably if depending on if the game has like a locked frame rate or not, it might run at like you know 300 frames or something like that per second. So it might look better, like smoother fidelity wise. But mm-hmm. it's going to really depend on how much work the developer puts into the game to take advantage of the PC hardware. So, like, for instance, the new cards are going to be able to um, read and load stuff directly from the hard drive instead of, like, the, mm-hmm. the CPU sending the information to the RAM and then sending it to the graphics card. So it's going to be a lot faster as far as – it could be a lot faster as far as loading times. But the developer also has to build the game that way to take advantage of it. So if it's a game that's not been built – like optimized to take advantage of the new hardware, it's not really going to matter that much other than the game might run a little bit faster. And yeah, the graphics probably look a little bit better on PC, but it's probably not going to be like that big of a difference from the console version, honestly. That's strange to me. I almost feel like if I were a PC gamer, my mindset would be like, if I were getting a game on PC, I would want the game to be built around being able to be a little bit better. Because otherwise, what differentiates getting a game on PC versus getting it on a console? You know, I, I, but them again, I'm not a PC gamer, so I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who's like, it just feels way more easier and convenient to play games on consoles than it does on PC. But I've played literally maybe three games on PC before, and I wasn't really that interested in any of them except. What is it? Is it called World of Warcraft? I think that was the one I played. Anyway, um, something like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like a PC gamer. Like literally, console wise, for me, it's the Switch, and then everything else. I'd rather play on PC unless they don't release it on PC. Then I'll play it on the console. But because the 
the advantage of playing on PC. Like, the graphics are a little bit better. Like, it's not, like, I think when we were coming up, it was always, like, the PC was so much, like, so far ahead graphics-wise. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> but yeah. now it's gotten to the point where it's, like, it's a little bit better. Like, if I'm going to be honest about it, like, running a game on Ultra, like, oh, you know, the fine details, like, oh, it looks better, it looks crisper when it's up close, but it's not, like, a night and day difference between the console version. Like, they just released mm. Horizon on PC, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, which was previously a PS4 exclusive, but Sony decided mm-hmm. to release it on PC, I guess, to test the kind of the market to see how, you know, a PS4 exclusive would do on PC. And it looks mm-hmm. good, but it doesn't look that much better than the PS4 Pro version. Because um, I also have, mm. have it on PS4 Pro, and I was like, yeah, this looks good and all. I mean, it definitely runs, well, it, <laughs> it had a lot of issues when it came out, so it doesn't even necessarily run better. But <laughs> it has the capabilities to sometimes run better than the PS4 version. Um, Likes. But yeah, it's one of those things where um, the advantage of playing on PC is like you can kind of brute force the game to run smoother and you get better visuals. Like a lot of the issues with the consoles right now, especially at the end of this generation, is you either get like, um, like literally like the PS4 Pro and the Xbox uh, Series X. A lot of cases they'll let you choose if you want better graphics or if you want like better frame rate. So, like, it'll have a setting in the game. It's like, oh, performance mode or uh, you want visual mode or beauty mode or whatever where it gives you the better visuals. Whereas on PC, you don't really have to make that choice. It looks good and it runs faster. So, that's kind of the advantage of playing on PC realistically. That's okay. um, just that PC games generally, if they're built correctly, unlike Horizon, they actually run better on PC typically. But, yeah, even, but like, even so, it's not like... If you're playing on console, like people on PC will make it seem like I like I prefer PC, but it's not like playing on console you're losing anything. But people just make it seem like, oh my gosh, PC is so much better. It's it's <laughs> not it's not that big of a difference anymore, honestly. Yeah, I remember the days back when um Far Cry, maybe it was Far Cry Two first came out that it was like a such a big thing on the PC, or maybe it was three, it was two or three, something like that. But um one of those was like one of like the highest rated games for a while. And that was back when I was, like, aware, like, oh, okay, obviously games look way better on PC. But like you said, you know, consoles have obviously gotten a lot stronger since then, so there's, like, a lot less of a difference. Um, Well, the the big thing is the – with the PS4 and the Xbox One, that was the first time that they used x86 architecture, which is the same architecture that PC uses, so – a lot okay. of the developers were able to easily like develop games for the systems and for PC at the same time because they all use the same architecture. And the, the PS5 and the Xbox um, Series X are going to do the same thing. They're still going to continue to use uh, x86 or PC-based architecture. So now like, it's basically like developing the game for like a less powerful PC versus like them having to build a game specifically to run on this console hardware. The hardware mm-hmm. is pretty much the same as like a PC now, so... There's really like that, not that much of a difference. Interesting, cool. I just always wanted to know that, but um, uh, I feel like we don't need to do. I mean, we can if we want to do a free promotion section in this. <laughs> um, you know, well, we have no bells, no whistles. This is a, literally a mini cast. I don't even know how long it is. I really hope that it's short. I aimed for this to be short. So, um, yeah, um. So I'm just going to let you go first if you want to do your quick little promotion, of course. You know where to find me. This is Mike, and you can find me at youtube.com slash Mike where I bring you the tech 
news on Saturday. And then on Tuesday, I'm always doing something crazy. And sometimes I even drop random videos on a Wednesday just because. So, you know, I'm here. I try to be entertaining. I try. I really try. I try. I'm having a breakdown through the free promotions. I'm sorry. Just subscribe. Just subscribe to the channel, please. Please subscribe. You are so entertaining. Don't do that. You are okay, so I try. I'm being brave. I'm being brave. You're literally like Britney Spears. So entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. I just want more. Um, <clears throat> and as for me, you guys already know, you can find me at freedomarts.com. Um, you can also look me up on YouTube, but my name is Freedom Arts on here as well. That is F-R-E-E-D-O-M-A-R-T-Z. And um, you can also look me up on YouTube at Dijon Mark Mac 26. I think I finally got, wait a minute. I meant to say Twitter. I'm so sorry. I'm screwing up. Twitter at Dijon Mark Mac 26. I'm pretty sure that's it. I've been struggling getting my name right, but I think that's it. And, um, you know, Facebook and all that stuff. But yeah, um, or Instagram at Dijon Mac. And yeah, that's basically it. We want to tell you guys, thank you so much for taking the time to watch us. This was a super important story for me anyway. And I was so excited to be able to talk to you guys about it because I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I'm a huge fan of the Mario series. And I think that this is just sign number one that Nintendo is about to have their biggest year yet. They are about to blow us away in 2021 with the rest of the Mario material with Legend of Zelda topping it all off with Metroid Prime 4. I think it's going to be an excellent year. I don't know about the Metroid Prime 4 part, but for sure, this is super exciting. Like, I like honestly, like I said, the Switch is my favorite console just because it's so, it's the only one that has great first party titles. I'm sorry. Like, you know, everybody points to Sony and yeah, they have like, you know, the big blockbuster titles. Um, you know, they push the boundaries of graphics and all that stuff and cinematics and it's good, but Nintendo's games are just fun to play. Like straight up, I just have more fun playing Nintendo games than I do any other first party games. So I'm definitely excited for what's coming down the line for Nintendo and be sure to check out episode five. This was like, you know, a little mini or hopefully as mini. I don't know how long this is actually going <laughs> to, like you said, I don't know how long this is going to end up being. Um, but yeah, this is not a normal podcast for us, but we just wanted to do one to talk about some of the stuff we're excited about right now. We didn't want to have to wait um, another month <laughs> to talk about it. So, <laughs> But in the meantime, though, if you do have any suggestions or questions for us, you could get at us on Twitter at DMMRP. Or you can send us an email, or if you want to, you can send us a voice memo. Ooh, that'd be crispy. At dmmrpodcast at gmail.com. That's gmail.com because we broke. Okay, he's speaking out over his life, not over mine. I am not broke. Okay, I am abundant in the spirit. All right, well, we're going to bring this mini cast to a close. Thank you so much for joining us for another mini episode. This is not episode six. This is not episode six. A mini episode, <laughs> a special edition of D. <laughs> a special edition 
of DMR, I'm going to leave before I shade myself even more. Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching us. As always, I'm praying for each and every single last one of you, praying that God blesses you, praying that you are staying strong in this corona season. Listen, guys, it's going to be over soon. I have full faith. But until it is over, stay away from public places. Don't do uh, big gatherings. Be smart about everything. Please have wisdom. Use wisdom. Because don't you want to be able to play these new games that are coming out? Like, I definitely want to be able to play Legend of Zelda and Metroid Prime 4. And it's going to happen. So, you know what I mean? Like, just take care of yourself. Take good care of yourself. Please. And stay positive. Manifest what you want. It can happen. It can happen. And I love you all. We are out.